welcome here, precious Buddha's teaching. It's a precious because we think it is the source of happiness and the joys of all people, all human beings, and all living beings. And the essence of that Buddha's precious teachings will really boil down to compassion and the wisdom. Whenever we say enthusiastic, why you have to be enthusiastic, the need to be subject on which you, you get excited and enthusiastic. And that is the subject what we keep is the compassion, love, and uh, wisdom. That is the real essence of uh, Buddha's teaching. No matter how many volumes you have, no matter how many philosophical points you have, no matter how many interpretations you have, no matter how many cultures that penetrates and are adopted. And there are monks who were yellow, monks who were red color, monks who were gray color, the monks who were blue color, and the color is, doesn't matter. The essence is really important. This is variety of culture. If you go to, to Southeast Asia, uh, China side, mostly they wear a gray robe. And then you go to, 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 to the Sri Lanka and that is Selo, Burma, and Thailand, they're all yellow. And you go in the northern India, they all wear red color. So it looks like a contradicting and it looks like a different sect. Whatever it is, the common language, what they use is one teacher. That is the Buddha. One teaching that is love, compassion, and wisdom. One result we hope, and that is to liberate every living being from the suffering of a samsara, we call it. Sanskrit word, samsara, that is the uncontrolled life. That's just what it is. The essence of that is the love and the compassion. Love, compassion, both. First, we must focus to ourselves. The moment when we use the word love, people think it is something out to look. We have to look out and look at out there and the poor guy is suffering. Uh, poor Paolo is suffering. Poor thing. So we may consider that as a, a compassion. Maybe, maybe, but not that full compassion what the Buddha is so excited about it. The Buddha's compassion is not just to be a looking at the poor fellow, but what can you help? How can you do? What can you do? That is the most important. Because anybody can think, a oh, poor guy. And almost you, there are some politicians back in Tibet with all these good 
dharma and all that all politicians claim to be very devoted and uh, ultimate dharma practitioners otherwise they won't get seat on wherever they're sitting so but when they see suffering from someone tibet has a lot of dust you know what they do they take their they their rope and cover their mouth thinking that is some kind of dirty filthy yeah it's a dust there are a lot of dust so there's a poor fellow cover their mouth and walk away and that is the example of what not to do about compassion so that's really what it is so that is what we becomes a, a similar to that we also do uh, have poor fellow but then i know what to do you know nothing about it so so we always take the role of uh, advising role of uh, you know telling them what to do so what the buddha said what not to do is that so you need to help you need to do something but then if you wanted help you need to know how to help isn't that right Isn't that right? Even in our normal Western educational systems, the nurses need a training. The doctors need their education. Without that, they can't help. Uh, you know, if you have some trained nurse, they exactly know how to handle it, and they handle it without harming the person. Supposed to. Sometimes you can't help it, but that's exactly. what is it is likewise here also if you wanted to help you need to know what to do otherwise you can't help it and you be same as me and just standing there say what can i do what can i do how can i help you and that is not that much help that not that much help so the person need to know how to help that is what i volunteered by myself to help others so i need to know what to do the how i need to know how do i know because i have to look in my own situation and look my own sufferings and look on my own the suffering is not a secret for anybody else we all experience i do suffer you suffer we all suffer there's no one whether you are malta billionaire or whether you are political king or whether you are support king or whatever they suffer too honestly even you are king that's what they do and that so does the politicians so does the military power so does so does the millennials everyone suffers so but the suffering is a personal and the how to handle the suffering is a personal and when you know that how can help yourself then you will know how to help others on the basis of how i helped myself truly we all would like to help everybody else we all we are basically a wonderful human beings kind person 
beautiful Americans. We are. No doubt about it. There is not a single bad person here, at least. <laughs> Honestly, very difficult to find a real bad person if you're really going to look each and every one of them. And they are wonderful people. Our natural, by being a human being, by being a kind person, by being a compassionate, we all are wonderful person. We are a kind person because we care for ourselves, because we care for others. Not so much ourselves, but we really care. We don't want people to suffer unnecessarily. We don't want people to get killed. And we thought is a need to change the administration here in the United States. That will make a difference. That is our motivation of change, motivation of voting for change of the administration. It basically shows people are kind. People are caring. People are wonderful. So we do have that in our nature. But we don't show that sometimes, particularly individual person to person, we are going to show some kind of rough shoulder. You, oh, yeah, me. Mm. So we have to do that. And that's because our own addictions our own addictions, addiction for self-cherishing, addiction for ego grasping. And that is our biggest problem. And that pops up. When that pops up, what's happening is the worst part of the individual has been drawn out. Basically, Kind, wonderful person. In general, you show, mostly the general, you show goodness and kindness. The moment you're dealing the individual, you begin to show, we begin to show our worst part. That's because we haven't handled, we haven't recognized. The Dharma, what is the Buddha taught, is Try to see our faults. Try to see our faults is not to reprimand ourselves, but to recognize. Recognize so that we don't engage. Whenever it's coming, we wanted to make sure it will never come up. The ugly hats of our addiction for negative emotions has to be crushed and smashed once for all. That is wisdom is all about it. And the motivation to bring that wisdom is compassion is all about it. And that's also why compassion and the wisdom becomes the most important message from Buddha to us. Let's say if it is basic day today. So the best way to commemorate the Buddha is 
very enthusiastically remember the message of that. May I say, old little Indian guy, in the midst of Indian heat and dust, probably wearing a sandal, rubbing with a little dodi or the sarong, and walking in the middle of dust, and giving these fantastic ideas 2,600 years ago. Today, in the 21st century, the scientists, the intelligence intellectual community, we're all in the West paying attention to that. Actually, the ideas come from little dusty fellow out of India. Today we call it the Buddha, made a huge, nice image, rubbed in the bucket, and we fold it. Yeah, but at that time, it's not like that. Dirty little old fellow running around in the dust with all kinds of ideas. And these ideas are today what we call it Buddhism. And uh, that is, becomes the source of uh, maybe some help for us. Maybe some relieving our little pain. The pains that we have are real. And the reality, you know, I know, we all know it. We pretend not to have by putting up makeups and dressed up and whatever, you know. Uh, all that we do, but within the crack of our makeups, we see how much we struggled, how much we suffered, how much we are struggling. Yet we see no solution. Yet we see no end to it. We struggle tremendously for money. We struggle tremendously for health. We struggle tremendously for everything that we can think, for companion, for whatever. Each and every individual will have different struggle, but what is common is we all struggle because our natural is as such. So we're not dealing with that. We are dealing in our life. I must excuse me. I'm not accusing you, but all of us are dealing with our life superficially. It's like putting a bandage. We're not trying to heal our wounds and cuts. We're putting up bandages. That is exactly what we do. We try to cover up with something else, with another. Because and we don't even know where it's coming from. A B, we don't know how to functioning it is. C, we don't know how to overtake that. What is antidote? How can I do all of those? And we do meditate. But what do we meditate? We meditate sitting there. Sitting and keeping our mind blank. That gets us a little relief 
in our mind because our mind is absolutely busy for 24 hours a day, even when we are asleep. But when you try to keep a little bit of time for ourselves, that gives us little relief in our mind. At least the glimpse of a, a Buddha's teaching, what you can get it. But that is nothing compared with looking in our problem, sources of the problem, cutting it out, completely helping ourselves once for all, which is big difference than simply sitting and thinking nothing for a few minutes or a few hours or a few weeks or a few months. So, when you wanted to be enthusiasm, we need to be enthusiasm on that, on that learning of the compassion and love. First, learn on ourselves. Learning on ourselves is the key for our, you know, for our own compassion really grow. Then it comes from natural, from your heart, from your own capability, from your own personality, from your own person. Again, let me tell you this. Having a compassion for ourselves is cutting the obsession and the hatred for ourselves. Traditionally, they call it Ninjong, which people translated as a renunciation. They don't say about it. What is renouncing? Actually cutting out our own obsession on self and cutting out hatred on ourselves. That's what you needed. That's so you can do it. You are capable, you can do it. There's a ways and the means of doing it there. And you can do it. When you do it, doesn't change you so much. It's not going to grow a horns on your head or not going to grow beers on your whatever it is, chicks and whatever. <laughs> Honestly, but you'll be the same old good old fellow looking even better, more relaxed because you are relieved. Torturing ourselves is our own obsession and hatred. Need to cut. That is the first step what the Buddha told us how to learn compassion for ourselves. Using that as a role model and using on the others is the second compassion for other people. Anyway, I like to conclude here a little quote from a great Indian teacher, a Buddhist Indian teacher called Shantideva. Shantideva said, Jigen Dewa Chinyi Ba, Tegun Shantin Dole Chung. Jigen Dunge Chinyi Ba, Tegun Dadin Dole Chung. I have to paraphrase because, because that's a translated, I didn't look in English, and even I do, I don't even know English. So I have to paraphrase what little I know. And it says, in the world, whatever joys that you may have it, all 
because of compassion for other people. In the world, you may have a lot of sufferings. Whatever they may be, all of them are coming because of self-charging, ego grasping. So when you say me, 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 you are inviting suffering, suffering, suffering for me. When you are saying compassion, 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 you are imparting joy, joy, joy. That is the Shanti Deva's word. And I'd like to thank you 